Don't get behind. It's time to unwind. A conversation purely designed with you in mind. Welcome back to Pure Perspectives, everyone. We're so excited to be here with you today. I'm Jasmine. And it's your girl, Desiree. (laughs) And I'm Mia. And we are hoping you are having a fantastic day. So today we're going to be discussing, you know, the high standards we all have in our lives. Um, We're going to look at, you know, what are high standards versus what are unrealistic expectations? And how do you differentiate between the two and address both of them? And we're going to get right into that discussion right after this ad break. Y'all, I am so sick of leaving this apartment to go grocery shopping. Girl, especially with all those restrictions they have because of COVID. Wait, have y'all heard about Instacart? Is that like grocery pickup? No, it's even better than that. It's like personal shopper, delivery to your door in as fast as an hour. An hour? What's the catch? No catch. Just follow the link in our episode notes, which lets Instacart know that Pure Perspectives podcast sent you. Then simply put in your zip code to see which stores are available in your area. And on top of that, your delivery is free if you spend over $35. That's it? Girl, I spend that at the grocery store anyways. <laughs> I'm pulling it up on the app right now. Okay, so you guys, um, just to start off our discussion, um, how do you determine what is a standard in your life? Well, it, I think, does it, okay, are you asking like standard within a relationship or within just your everyday life? Because um, I think it might depend. I think you could say either one. Um, let's, let's say like standards in your everyday life. Like, let's start off with that. Well, I feel like I determine mine based off my experiences I have or like off of people who I think hold a high standard in my life. Like maybe my parents, I might base a standard off of that or an experience I've had that I've learned from, I might say, oh, I have a standard now in this area. Yeah, I agree with that. I think a standard is just what you expect out of something. And as you have different experiences and things like that, like it's going to change and you're like, okay, well, I don't want that anymore. I want this. And then that becomes your standard. Yeah, I really agree with what you're both of you are saying, because, um, you know, a lot of times we don't really know what standards we want to hold until we experience something. And we're like, like, I want better for myself. I deserve better for myself. Like, let me up my standard on that. You know, do you write your standards down or do y'all just keep them? <laughs> you know, I, I for a while was doing like, I don't know if it'd be writing down standards, but it was like my standards for the week. Like I used to do that and be like, this week I will get this accomplished, this accomplished. I will do this at this level. Like, you know. Yeah, I think mine are just kind of in my head. (laughs) I think it depends what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I know for work, like, I had certain standards, like, oh, when I get a new job, like, this is what I want. And I wrote those things out because, like... Like a vision. Yeah, I need to Mm -hmm. know that I'm addressing those things. But, like, for certain other things, I wouldn't say that I lay it out. I'm just, like, I know what I don't want. So I think that kind of tells me what my standards are. 
It's so funny. You think Desiree of all people would have would standards write written it down. down? That's what I was about to say when she asked. I was about to say, you got the things written in a notebook somewhere, I don't. don't you? Like, I'll write down, like, my vision for something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't have my standards written down in a little book. I'm like, okay, I want my man. Right? Like this, that. No. Like, some I'm not people checking do that, though. It. And some people really do not talk to people that don't, like, check all their little lists of what they think they want in a man or a woman, you know? I think that's a lot. That's crazy. Because <laughs> God is going to hand you the exact opposite. <laughs> Yeah, that guy could not meet not one of your standards. <laughs> so where do you draw the line with realistic standards and unrealistic standards? And basically, in other words, how do you determine if something is unrealistic that you've set? I don't know if I necessarily am able to like differentiate between the two, but I think once you start going through situations and nothing's lining up to your standards, it kind of starts to be like, is it unrealistic? Like, Mm -hmm. am I asking for too much? And I don't think in any regard, is it like bad to have these high standards? Mm -hmm. But I think at the same time, you have to understand that something may not always match every single thing that you're looking for. Like Mia said earlier, you have all these standards for the guy that you want, which is great. You should always have standards and you shouldn't settle for less than what you actually want. But at the same time, If God is sending you someone that's for you and they don't meet all those standards that you've set for yourself, are you just going to shoo them away? Mm. No, you better not. (laughs) You probably will. And then you're going to be like, I think that happens with people. And then they look back and they're like, why did I do that? Like, what's I've had some of those um, experiences before. So I get it Um, for me. I kind of like what Jasmine was saying, like, um, you know, you don't realize something's unrealistic until you're there. Like you're in you're in the situation, you're addressing what's happening to you. And you're like, OK, like things aren't adding up. Things aren't lining up how I want them to. Like maybe I could take a step back, start with a different goal, you know, maybe work my way up. But sometimes I don't think <laughs> sometimes I feel like my friends tell me when something's unrealistic. I'd be like, does this sound good? And I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, OK, never mind. How about I just try to do this instead? And they'd yeah. be like, yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know if I could probably tell like the difference unless I have like this aha moment like okay right. <laughs> like you can't even reach this. Your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let me just bring this down a little. And then I think like with your standards that you set, they shouldn't all be at the same level. Oh, like yeah. some of them have to have you a have little leeway. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I might can turn a little eye to this one if it's not a hundred percent or something. I think like that, that you should have like, you know, stepping stones too. Like you gotta get up to exactly. your standard. Like you can't just run and jump up there. <laughs> and I think I that's mean, why I don't write them down. I mean, Um, then again some people you know god's favorites (laughs) some people just run and jump on that standard but as for me and the rest of the world let's we got a stepping stone (laughs) that that black lady who has the little pink dress on and she has like all of this stuff on her shoulder she has to go because she don't it don't never be good every year she be stepping onto the same stuff she has not gotten there yet she's saying that like you know there's no time limit Y'all saw y'all saw in like February they took her picture and turned her back around and she was going down the stairs. Yeah, we have to go. Take me back to 2019. <laughs> so I know that um a lot of times when people think about standards, they think a lot of relationships because obviously standards play a big part in relationships and who you choose to deal with. But how do you think it also plays into friendships or work or other stuff like that? I think with relationships and friendships, they're kind of similar for me just because the person I'm in a relationship with is also my friend. Like, that's mm-hmm. my best friend. So they probably know more than Oh, that's some your people. best friend. 
you know, like in the essence, that's your spray <laughs> needs to be. <laughs> they should. Know, they know a lot is going on, mm-hmm. and so I feel like those standards that I set are kind of similar. And you know, just like we mentioned before, you're weaving out the unrealistic ones from the realistic mm-hmm. ones. I think everybody has their core ones, like you should be trustworthy. Um, I should be able to come to you and not feel judged for Mm -hmm. the things I say, stuff like that. And I think what work is a little different. And I think that just might depend on the field you're in, what your career path looks like, where you want to go with it, et cetera. Yeah, I agree. Um, So like you're saying with the relationships and friendships thing, um, for me personally, I try not to hold too many standards um, and things just because in the past I have, especially like relationship wise, I've held all these standards. And it's so funny because once like I saw that out thinking, you know, I wanted this, this and this. At the end of the day, those relationships did not work at all. So it's kind of like, so now I try to approach things without so much of standards, more like getting to know the person as an individual rather than placing those standards on them. Um, Friendships, same thing. Like if I feel like I can't trust a friend, like my friendship is not going to work with them. So that's pretty much the main standard I have on friendship. Like you just got to be real. Like you just got to be real end of the day. Um, Work. I feel like, like Desiree said, it, you know, it all depends whatever your career is. But I do think you should have standards not only for which job you choose, but also in your job. Like what standards do you want to achieve at that in that position, you know? So what do you feel like takes more trial and error? Like as you have more experience, like you grow more standards. Do you think that applies more to like relationships <laughs> or friendships or work? Uh, relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know. Yeah, I can see relationships being it, but it's like, how do those standards change? Are you just like, you know what? Forget that standard. I didn't try three times. That one's gone. Like, I'm just going to go with this. Because even like when somebody asks, like, well, what do you like in a guy? Like, I hate questions like that because Same. I don't want to limit myself. I'd be like, a guy? like yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, you know, I like this and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I might like something else. Who knows? Literally my life. Because you'd be like, oh, like my type. So whatever. That's my type. Is this, this, and this. <laughs> <laughs> and then guess what? They be the worst type of human. So. Exactly. But I feel like friends. That doesn't really change. Yeah, friends doesn't change. Even well, if something happened, like, in that mm-hmm. standard, I don't even know if I would use the word standard. <laughs> like, you have a standard for my friendship. <laughs> um, if that friend did something and it wasn't within, like, my belief or whatever, <laughs> I, I don't think I would change that. The yeah. friend would just go. Like, it's yeah. not my friend Exactly. I, I agree with that. It's not like, oh, you're not in my standard. Like, you're out of my inner standard circle. <laughs> like, I feel so bougie saying standard. Like, now, I have a friendship now, standard. Work, Let me send you the application. <laughs> you don't fit. Now, work. I can, I will, y'all know the worst job I ever had, I'll bounce from that job. I will bounce from work. So I feel like, like you said, if it doesn't fit the standards, it's like kind of like, all right, like just leaving. But relationships be so tricky because it's like, uh, you're, supposed, you're supposed to talk. You're supposed to work on things. <laughs> and it's just, so exhausting. It is so exhausting. It's all about growth and adjustment. Gosh. And it's like, oof. And I can't make you grow to my standards. That's the thing you got to realize. Some people I, don't want to grow. I would water you every day, talk to you, nice, feed you. I need you to grow to my standards. And She's it's just not going to happen. catering to that person. <laughs> I said would. I ain't say I, I did not say I participate. So um, you got to know how lately, like, everyone's on this whole, you know, manifestation kick. They be like, you know, if you want anything in the world, like, you can manifest it, you know? 
So um, do you guys think this is true or like, should we be realistic with the things we are attempting to manifest? Because you can say manifest this, manifest that all day. But at the end of the day, I can't sit here and go, I'm going to manifest. I have a million dollars in my hand right now. And guess what? I'm looking at my hand and it's not there. So what what y'all think? I think there's still that line of like unrealistic and realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, I think manifestation is something that's like picked up the word, but I feel like we've been doing it our whole life. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I want to do this. And so I'm saying I'm going to do this because I was always taught your words hold power. So the things you say have an, an impact on your life. And so, yeah, to a certain extent I do. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, I'm manifesting this and that. I'm like, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like, I'm going to have a million dollars because I'm going to win the lottery. Like, okay, girl, unrealistic. Let's get back mm-hmm. to reality. But just like the little things, like my goals that I have set in my life, I feel mm-hmm. like you can manifest that and you know what is realistic and what isn't. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely think you can speak things into existence, but it's not literally just speaking them into mm-hmm. existence. Yeah. You got like, work. Yeah, you have it's to not put like you just say it. it and it comes out of thin air. So I feel like you definitely have to be realistic because at the end of the day, it's still something that you're going to have to work towards. Mm -hmm. And if you're not being realistic, then it's not going to happen because you're not like it. Yeah, it may it may literally not be possible. Like people want to be billionaires, but it's like how many billionaires are there in the world? And like, what did they do to get there? Like, you have to be realistic about those things. Exactly. Like, just like if you have a dream, it's cool to have a dream. But what are you doing to put that dream into action? Faith without works. Mm. (laughs) you know i i did um just on the whole manifest thing i did hear recently like a quote like people were saying that we've replaced the word pray and work with manifest yeah that's why that's that's, why i don't like that's why i don't exactly that's that's my insight too because you know me well all three of us personally like as christians like we believe we can have everything we pray for and work for and now it's like you can manifest can manifest it just say it and not there it's not gonna happen and if i don't manifest. yeah it's crazy because before like i would use the word manifest like oh yeah she manifested that but now oh y'all are manifesting me to death i don't even care to manifest no y'all take a word and run it into (laughs) run it into the ground this is a little side topic (laughs) 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 because i just saw something about it today it was about the the name karen Mm-hmm. They was talking about how like it was like the most popular name back in the and day. Now they and hate now <laughs> people like do not use that name anymore because of the stigma that's placed behind mm-hmm. the name Karen. Right. And so that's kinda like the word manifest. Like people are burning Oh yeah, they it. will they will burn yeah. that word into the ground. And baby. so nobody wants to name their baby Karen anymore. <laughs> well they <laughs> Well they shouldn't. It's twenty twenty. <laughs> Okay, that was rude. Let me not say that. You can name your child Karen. But like Desiree said, back in the day, it was a very popular name. To me, you know, new generations, we get new popular names. So, but you, hey, name name little baby girl Karen. Do you, boo-boo. <laughs> Do you think there's a thin line between your high standards and your unrealistic expectations? I think it dances on a very, very, very thin line Too because, uh-huh. like, Everybody knows that it's important to have standards. Mm -hmm. It's important to have high standards because if you have low standards, then you're just going to put up with anything. Mm -hmm. So it's that's obviously important. But it's like at some point it can become realistic. Like let's take relationships, for example. If you're like, I want a boyfriend. He has to be seven foot, has to play basketball, has to be brown skin, perfect skin, no acne, a million dollars in the bank account, size 10 and a half shoe. Like at some point, like 
I was about to say, I done been there. And then she said that million dollars in the bank and I shut up. <laughs> it's like at some point you have to realize that not even that you're asking for too much, but it's like you're limiting yourself. Like standards or unrealistic expectations can cause you to limit yourself. Ooh, because I like that. there can be this guy that wants to give you the world that God has actually sent here for you. But he doesn't wear a 10 and a half, so it's not going to work. He might be a 13. And like, he's like 5'3". And... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's still standard. That was not flexible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so height is not a flexible standard. <laughs> the shoe size is, but the height's not. Okay. <laughs> so what we've learned here is that there are some standards that are just. No, no she just took it too far. <laughs> For context, I am 5'3". <laughs> I don't think. Y'all. And Mia cannot reach the stuff in the cabinet. So, no, 5'3 is not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me either because I need my husband to reach the But that, that could work cabinet. for somebody. Like, if you're 4'10, then a 5'3 guy it's might be, be perfect for you. But, like, I like you have to base it off of yourself. But, like, be like just be realistic. Like, I don't think Ooh. me asking for somebody taller than 5'3 is unrealistic. So, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shift that standard. But, um, I just feel like they like they they don't have to be perfect. Like you're not perfect to yeah. like you can't sit there and be like I want the perfect man. Like you don't know what the perfect man for you is. So I yeah. kind of like what you said about you know we make these um, how we limit ourselves because you know like we were saying you never know what's really meant what the universe and God has meant for you. Like you could sit here and say like I want a man who ha-, you know has a six-figure income, and you're only seeking out that. And then guess what? God's trying to hand you a man that got two of them incomes. And guess what? Now you done limited yourself, focused on this one little dusty boy that probably don't even like you. Dusty. <laughs> but, yeah, that list that you said, I can see, like, a a high schooler with that list. I mean, no offense if you're, if you're no, I really got I, that list still going for you. How's it working out? But, okay, okay, back to the topic. Um, yeah, I just think these – unrealistic list of like oh this that this and that like i need him to drive this type of car and live in this house and it's like are you driving that car living in that house exactly (laughs) and then it's like what's the personality look like is this person dull and boring because i feel like that i feel like that never makes a list like people be like Mm -hmm. maybe they might say smart or they might say funny but like Smart and funny, I can't. We can't. I, can I need a little more. Day. Yeah, I need a little more than smart and funny. <laughs> I need somebody to make me laugh. Yeah, okay, challenge, I mean, challenge me a little bit. Like, have a little drive because mm-hmm. I need to be able to have intellectual conversations. I need someone who can argue back with me using correct words. I'm not going to explain my argument to you. Yeah, you googling <laughs> stuff. <Right. laughs> but yeah, I just like you. Just have to. Yeah, you got to be real. Like, I don't think having a list is an issue. I myself do not have a list, but I don't think having a list is an issue. I think the issue becomes when you're when you won't stray away from that at all. You become like, codependent. On yeah, like I also it feel can't like be all of that. All I feel the time. like a big issue is that, like you were saying, um, people's lists for like, especially you know, in their significant other, it's it's always um, appearance characteristics. Or, like, money. It's related to, like, you know, their income or their appearances. At the end of the day, like, that's literally the least. I'm not going to say it's not important at all. But it's not what you should hold as, you know, the highest number one deciding factor if you're going to spend your life with that person. Right. There's other things. And looks fade. So Looks fade. You got to think, like, is this the person you want to have kids with? Is this the person, if you don't want to have kids, you want to roll over in the bed? The life with? Yeah. Like, when they breathe in your face with morning breath, are you still going to be happy? Like, I love you. 
<laughs> on your worst days, like, are they going to be there to support you? Yeah. Or, like, what, what's going on, you know? Yeah, right. it's extremely important to just make sure that, even, like, with your list. And if you get, like, this guy with everything on your list, cool. But, like, over time, that list has to grow and adapt mm-hmm. and adjust. And I think that's one of the main things that you have to take away from a relationship in general is that you're supposed to adjust and grow. And so mm-hmm. that list is not always going to look the same a year from now or whatever. So if you're codependent on your list, I need you to rip it up because your relationship's not going to be perfect. Yeah, it might be Tom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of this quote. I remember, I can't really remember it. So, you know, my It'll pop in later. God, it was something, basically it was something along the lines, like it was Zendaya, love her. She was talking about something about relationships and she basically like, let's use the word growth because we're using the word growth. She basically was like a relationship without growth is like a phone without service. And what are you doing on a phone without service? You play games. (laughs) But I really, I can't remember the exact word. Just know she was talking about relationships. It was applicable. Anywho. Okay, you guys. So um, do you think that sometimes the expectations that we place on ourselves can like have negative results or you know, cause ourselves to view ourselves negatively. Like an example I was thinking of is, you know, we always want like, you know, to have like the Instagram model look like everyone wants like, you know, the perfect body, the perfect tan, the perfect hair. So like we start to view ourselves negatively because of that. Yeah. I think we've talked a lot about the, or the standards that we have for like Mm -hmm. other people and other things in our life, but we don't, I don't think I talk a lot about the standards that I have for myself. Like outwardly, I think I address those with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it can have a negative effect. Like, um, like we say other people can't be perfect. We can't be perfect either. So when we start to be like, we need to have this, this and the third by the time we turn 27 and it starts inching closer and closer to that and you're nowhere near that goal, like you start to get down on yourself and look at yourself negatively because you had these huge dreams, which again mm. are not bad but can be adjusted like, okay, maybe you wanted to do that by 27. You're not there yet. So let's push it back a couple of years. You still have time to do it. So yeah, I think just adjusting is a big thing so that you don't start to look at yourself in that super negative light. Yeah. I know for me, like before I used to have a list or a little time frame for everything. And now I'm just, when somebody asks me, I'm like, I'm just taking it day by day. <laughs> like I'm not making no schedule right. <laughs> because that schedule is not going to work out probably. Um, but yeah, I feel like it can start to get really negative. Just like Jasmine mentioned about if you're starting to hit that deadline and you're like, oh, I'm not accomplishing this or that. Or even when you look at other people and you're like, dang, I wish my hips did that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just love yourself. I think it goes mm-hmm. back to just that aspect of self-worth and just realizing that you were made differently. You're unique in your own way. And that you know, everything's not always going to fall into place so Mm -hmm. beautifully. Yeah, I definitely think, um, well, I'm looking at these from like two different perspectives for our own personal, like goals, how you guys are saying you used to have like timelines and stuff set up. I definitely agree. Cause it's crazy. Cause I think like when we were younger, by the time we all probably all thought by the time we're 25, we're going to, you know, be married or, you know, something along those lines. Like (laughs) I never thought that. Okay, well, not Jasmine, but let me speak on like our generation, like, you know, growing up as a little girl, you always assume like, oh, I'm going to get married and have kids and I'm going to be in my career. My husband's going to be in his career, yada, yada, yada. And then it's like, as you get there, like you got it's we just have to adjust our expectations. Like we have to shift our view on life to realize it's okay. Like we're still going to get there. We still have this end goal, but 
Like, it's not a race. Like, we are not yeah. racing to get there, you know? And I think a lot of that probably stems from maybe your parents' aspect or, like, your family. I mm-hmm. know, like, if you're looking from that aspect of, like, I want to be married by this age, then I, I can say, for example, like, my parents, they got married at, like, 23, 24. And, you know, I'm 24 now, mm-hmm. nowhere near marriage. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> my mom had a kid the next year. It's like, bloop, not near that either. And so I think our generation is a lot different. And I don't know... I don't know if that's ran through people's minds, though, no, because I, is, I don't think anybody wants to be married. I was, was going to say they actually they've done like studies on our generation. They're saying like we're not having kids. We're not getting married. Like our generation is out chasing our own dreams. And I kind of love that because, yeah, like when I was a little kid, I was thinking like, oh, like I'm going to have kids, this, this, this. And now I'm like, baby, like <laughs> that's on the back burner. Like we still going to get to it. But right now, like I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to like travel I want to see the world like I'm trying to get somewhere into my career that I want to get into like I want to do both exactly like I I feel like I can strap that kid on my back and we can go travel but you're gonna strap that kid on in a couple years not right now you know I I mean obviously (laughs) I I ain't got no kid so obviously that's not happening but I'm just saying like I feel like my mindset is a little different from like our generation's Mm -hmm. mindset of like oh I want to get my career and then take some time and blah blah I'm like I want to do both. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to experience them both. Yeah, Yeah, I want to experience them both. If they happen at the same time, cool. I'm with you on that because I always like, clearly we know Jasmine ain't, but (laughs) I've always always thought that too. Like I really thought I was going to get like, you know, not saying I'm going to be married by this time, but you know, I'm from a big family. By the time they were my age, my parents had multiple children. So (laughs) not that I wanted children like at the moment, but at least I'll be working towards a marriage, you know, something, you know. And it's crazy because life going to sit you down. Life will humble you and it's going to be like, ah, ah. Nope. I'm going to be like, get in that corner and sit down. (laughs) Not not now, baby girl. Not now. I'm going to be like, Lord, I got to go into 24 single again. Like, (laughs) (laughs) at least you being consistent. (laughs) Cannot stand these fluctuations with the ages, boy. (laughs) Ooh. Anyways, (laughs) do you think social media plays a role in your unrealistic expectations? Absolutely. Every day, every day, I scroll through social media and I'd be like, "Uh, "Like, why can't I look like that? Why can't, or why can't I have like that car?" or I see, like, that is the one place I do see people our age getting married, having kids, everything. And honestly, I'm not so much sweating the marriage and kids right now. Like, I know that's mm-hmm. going to come to me. But it yeah. is it is unrealistic when you see everyone, you know, like, new cars or getting homes at our age and stuff. And I'm sitting here like, ugh. But we've like, talked I about that. that. Like, yeah, we have. Social media people post when they're doing good or when But they don't show good. you the yeah. struggle behind it. So we feel like they're not struggling like me, even though, yeah. you know, end of the day, everyone has they their own They probably work their butt off to get to mm-hmm. where they're at, et cetera. But, yeah, I see social media definitely playing into that unrealistic expectation. But I feel like that's where you have to have that self-awareness of, like, okay, yeah, that might not be realistic your favorite for quote, me and where Get back I'm in at. your lane. Get back, get back <laughs> in your lane, sis. Like, yeah, she just got her house paid it in full. Yeah, that's not happening for me right now, and I'm okay with that, and I'm not getting ready to make that goal right now. <laughs> so do you think that it's possible to get everything that you're looking for, whether that be in relationships, in friendships, in work? No. no. <laughs> I mean, I got to see your list. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, if it's all realistic things, and it's like, well, it also depends on what it is. Like I said, mm-hmm. friendships and relationships are different than work. And so I feel like 
your work one, you could probably, if you work hard yeah, at you it, you could probably it. achieve it. Um, but relationships and friendships, well, I said friendships don't really adjust for me, but relationships, I feel like that's something that is adjusting. And so I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm always going to reach every possible check mark on my list and be cool with it because over time you learn that, okay, well, maybe that's not something I really care about. And so I'm going to take that out. So, I mean, I think it really just depends. And I don't think in certain situations you're going to reach everything and you shouldn't. I mean, nobody's yeah. perfect. Who has- I, that's what I was going to say. I personally, I don't think that you should, well, not that you shouldn't like we're being punished or something, but I don't think you're going to get everything that you you're looking for in a relationship um, or a friendship. Like Desiree was saying, because it is different. Work is different, clearly. But um, you're not going to get everything you're looking for because you're going to get what you need at the end of the day, not mm. what you want. So, Say it again. Like, you're going to get what you need at the end of the day, not what you want. Mm. <laughs> but to me, you know, relationships are all about compromise, too. So, you know, your significant other might have come, you know, looking for all these different attributes, too. And at the end of the day, you're going to give them what they need. You're not going to be everything they thought they wanted. So... Work, you could probably work towards it. Um, not probably, you definitely can work towards it. You might not hit it in the time frame you're expecting, so that might be, you know, the adjustment. The adjustment that you have to make there. Yeah, I agree with Desiree. I think ultimately it's just about like what are your expectations, like what are your standards? Because it's obviously possible to reach standards until they get to that unrealistic point. I think for me when I go into relationships or I go into friendships, I don't go into them with these super high, you're going to meet everything that I'm looking for standards mm-hmm. because I I mean, I just don't think that's realistic. Like that's just me. I know everybody's different, but that's just me. Um, so when I come out of relationships or I come out of friendships, that's when I kind of come out and I'm like, okay, now this is a standard for me because I don't like how mm-hmm. that went as opposed to you didn't meet my standard. Now let me go find somebody else that does. I think it's kind of different for me um, in that sense. So I think oftentimes I do get what I'm looking for in those things because I don't go into it with these super unrealistic expectations. But then when I come out, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to step it up a notch. And now this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. I think it's something that you continually grow from. Like with experience, you're always going to grow and learn from it. And yeah, I don't there. I'm not pulling out my checklist when I meet somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's for me, it's more of like, Oh, I feel really good. I like how they're coming at me, approaching me. Like, can you meet the basics? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, at least. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I just, feel like um, you guys were kind of both touching on this a little. Well, all three of us were kind of touching on this a little bit. Um, we're talking about, you know, relationships and how it's, you know, a compromise all over. But um, do you feel that's important that whatever you are asking for, that you are also able and willing to bring to the table? I think that is like, vital in relationships friendships what literally everything like you can't go into something asking for all these crazy things and then you're just sitting there doing literally Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. like that makes no sense to me and why would someone even want to be with you if that's the way that it's going to be um so you can't say oh i want my man to be six five, work out every day, play basketball, da 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 da. But you're sitting at home, mm-hmm. laying on the couch, eating popcorn, watching reality TV, <laughs> not working every day. Like 
I mean, if that's what he's looking for, say, then that's sure, what he likes. <laughs> that's that's the standard. But at the same time, you're asking for all these crazy things. You can't when somebody asks you for something, you can't look at them and be like, "How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> ask me to work out. I am shocked. How dare you ask me to get a job and bring a dollar to the table? Like, <laughs> it's just like you can't. You, yeah, you just can't do that. Yeah, no. If you want it then you've also got to bring it yourself. Yeah, you have to be willing to give if you're trying to get. Because yeah. And, like, I that literally plays out in everything, even with advice I give. If I'm going to give somebody this advice and the roles are reversed, I should be able to take that same right, advice. Right, look at yourself and be like, hmm. Will I be able to do that? I'm telling her to leave that man. Will I be able to leave right. that man? No. <laughs> so, yeah, like... It works both ways. It's not a one-way street. Yeah, I like how you guys are saying, like, it's literally everything. Because even though you're talking about relationships, like, look at job-wise. I'm asking for this salary, this position. Am I going to do that work for that salary, for that position? Like, you have to put in to get out, you know? Like, you can't just step into a situation and just expect everything to be handed to you. That is not how America works. Right. <laughs> able and willing is important. Like you're, you can be able to do it, but are, are you, you willing, willing to do it? Like you want to be with somebody who has conversations when things are rough, but are you willing to have those conversations when things get rough? Yeah. Like you have to be able to bring everything that you're asking for. And then if that's not what they're asking for, then I mean, you could do a little shifty shift, but like at the very least you should be able to bring what you're asking. Yeah. And that's, like, you have your expectations. They have expectations, too. So you should be having that conversation. Well, what are your expectations? Or, you know, because they might mm-hmm. be similar, and there might be some things that you didn't touch on on your list, but they still feel like it's vital. So you got to bring that to the table if you want to make it work. And that's not saying you got to be perfect at that expectation. Right. you got to be showing that, okay, that I really care about it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try. Yeah. So kind of, you know, circling back to everything when we were talking about, um, you know, what is a high standard versus an unrealistic expectation? Um, do you believe that having these, you know, unrealistic expectations that they can set you up for failure in any ways? Or do you find yourself being, you know, feeling let down if you don't reach these expectations? Well, I feel like if you've identified it as an unrealistic expectation, it's not a failure. You just mm-hmm. said that you that's not possible. And... I don't think you should look at it as a failure. I don't think you should look at it if you're setting these expectations for yourself and you realize that you're not going to meet that. Like, I'm not going to have the butt of Meg the Stallion. That's not happening. That's yeah, unrealistic. Not <laughs> that's not a failure on my part. That's just not my body. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I wouldn't say that I find myself le- being let down because of that. Again, I think that plays into your self-worth, your understanding, your growth that you have over time. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see that as a failure, but I also don't really look at things as failures. I look at them as lessons. Lessons. Mm -hmm. I I was going to say the same thing, like look at them as lessons, but sometimes like going way back to what Jasmine said, sometimes, you know, those unrealistic expectations and high standards, they be, it's a super thin line. It'd be dancing back and forth. So it can be easy to, um, you know, get caught up in like those feelings of failure. Um, like even me personally, I feel like I let myself down a lot and But I know when I let myself down, I have to address that and say, okay, Mia, like moving on from this, like what are you going to do to better yourself, to fix yourself, to change whatever it is you're not liking? So I, I do find myself being let down sometimes, but I guess once we've, like you said, addressed it as unrealistic expectations, I just have to address it and, you know, come at it from a different angle. 
Yeah, I agree with that, too. Um, just because unrealistic expectations aren't always super clear, I think you can easily set yourself up for failure when you're looking at them as standards, but they may be unrealistic. Um, like we've said the whole time, like it's not bad to have standards. Like I don't want anybody to think this is like we're saying, no, don't have standards. You need to go. <laughs> you standardless. You, yeah, you just be standardless and take whatever comes to you. Like, no, it's literally not that at all. You like, should always have Yeah, them. please have standards. And please stand on your standards. Yeah. Right, but you at the same time, yeah, like be, be willing to adjust, not adjusting to the point where like, now you like you're not even enjoying it, but adjust to the point where it's like, okay, maybe that's not as important as I once thought it was. Maybe the physical aspect isn't as important as I once thought it was. Maybe um, like whatever it may be. And then like be willing to adjust. So obviously it may feel like a failure at that time, but looking at it, you're like, dang, that was kind of unrealistic. I guess it's not a failure. It's just an adjustment, honestly. I like that. It's not a failure. So to wrap this discussion up, based off everything we've talked about today, because we've talked about it a lot, do you think it's a bad thing to have high standards? No, like like Jasmine just gave a good little speech on this. Like you need to have standards and you need to stand on them. And having high standards just means that you hold yourself up to a higher level. Like you expect more of yourself. So as long as you can, you know, clearly set your own boundaries. I think having high standards is a very good thing. Um, Not necessarily have high standards on every single aspect, every interaction you have, everything. You're going to have to adjust your levels of standards depending on what the situation or person is. But you need, you need to have your high standards. They're important. I I think there are standards that are like your core standards Mm -hmm. that, you know, don't really fluctuate. They're, they're set in stone. Those you should always have. And if you don't have them, get them because they play a vital role in everything in your relationships, friendships, work, even your personal growth. So it's not bad to have high standards. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, Like I just said, it's obviously not a bad thing. Um, You should always have those standards, but then just always, not even always, just be willing to adjust Mm -hmm. when necessary. Be willing to look at yourself and look at the situation for what it is and not just a list of things that you're looking for because every situation is different. So, you know, we always like to leave our little tip of the week. Um, so this week I would challenge, you know, all of my listeners. I want you to make a list of five standards you have for yourself. And then I want you to go through that list and I want you to know if they're realistic or unrealistic. And if you have unrealistic standards set for yourself, maybe it's time for you to j- adjust those. So, yeah. Yeah. Write a list, five things. It could be long-term, short-term, it could be career, relationships. Just what are five standards that you personally have? Write them down, not in your head. Yeah, put them pencil to paper. No, when you be putting them in your head, you <laughs> be, be letting, yeah, and you be letting them things go. Like, it'd be a standard, but then, like, yeah. you be I think like, that's why when people ask what you look for in somebody, I'd be like, because i didn't write that down like let me pull that file out of my head but key the key to that was like i said if you're looking at that list and you sitting here noticing it's unrealistic adjust your standard so maybe we can you know make it a little range like he could be five eleven to seven foot he don't gotta be six exactly i like that i like that (laughs) <laughs> you can go up and ask, how tall are you? Six five, six nah, four can, and a half? Oh, you no, can no, tell. no, you can tell. No. 
As long as you look, as long as I'm looking up. Exactly. And as long I'm five as I'm four, up. so I'm always looking up. <laughs> <laughs> I like a, a looking up outlook on life. <laughs> Another thing I want to add to me is tip. Um, if you are looking and you think something might be unrealistic, ask your homegirl or ask somebody. Mm-hmm. They might can give you a little guidance like, mm-hmm. like really, he got to cook? <laughs> no, nah, he got to cook because I can't cook. <laughs> Do not ask Jasmine. Ask someone else. Yeah, because I'm going to be like, yeah, girl, that's a good one. <laughs> be like, make sure you say two meals a day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like I said, don't ask Jasmine. But ask a friend. Ask me. (laughs) If you like this episode, please leave us a review and follow us on our social media. Don't forget to share our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever. Also, if you have a topic or want our perspective and or advice on anything, send us a message via our social media, which are located in the episode notes. Or you can always email us at pureperspectivespodcast at gmail.com. Who knows? It might be part of our next discussion. As always, thank you for your continued support, and we'll see you again real soon.